0: And welcome to the latest installment of PSG Talking. I'm your host, Ed, and on today's show, we're going to be talking all about Kylian Mbappe's return to the PSG squad, Neymar's impending departure from the PSG squad, the relationship between the two superstars, and what we can expect from PSG as the transfer window enters its final weeks. And to help me do that, I'm thrilled to be joined by two PSG supporters, one new and one returning contributor. Up first, it's the newcomer 10 who goes by at psgnj one on Twitter. I ask him all about how he became a PSG supporter before diving into the Mbappe and Neymar news. Next, Lee Davey of TalkSport and Legon.com joins the show to give his thoughts on the latest news making headlines as well as his expectations for the season. I had a great time talking PSG with these guys and I hope you enjoy listening to them. If so, make sure you hit subscribe and leave a comment wherever you download this podcast. All right, without further ado, here's Ten and Lee Davey. All right, joining the show, we've got Ten. Um, I wanted to get your thoughts. Of course, you've been kind of popping into our Twitter spaces, and I've just loved your take on everything, so I wanted to have you on the podcast. But before we get into all the developments of today, and we're recording on Sunday, Um, I want to just know how you became a PSG fan.
1: Well, well, first off, thanks for, for having me. I absolutely love uh, talking about this team. I love this club. Um, And, and yeah, I'd love to talk a little bit about how I became a huge PSG fan. So um, believe it or not, um, I wasn't much of a a football soccer fan um, until I'd say about 2016, 2015, Um, I um I, I met my now wife, um, who is who's French, um, and then I started to, you know, kind of meet a bunch of friends and i'm the kind of person i like to be able to have things in common with people and i'm curious so i was like if you love something i want to know why you love it so like um her best friend's boyfriend was a really big uh soccer fan and then like a bunch of her other friends they were big uh, soccer footy fans so i was like you know what let me dive into it so i did the best thing that i knew how which is buy the video game um so i bought the video game uh fifa and I just got was absolutely obsessed with it. And that's what kind of got me into knowing like the teams and um and and the uh the different players and like kind of the structure and it really got me into it. Um, so uh um I fell in love with PSG because I like to play with uh, Ibrahimovic. Um and then like I just started to follow him on social media. I'm like, this guy's freaking amazing, and I and I absolutely love him. I loved his cockiness and his his arrogance, and he was just so good and, and graceful. Um, on the pitch, um, and then I would watch uh, the French national team. So I was like, you know what, um, you know, PSG is going to be my team um, from, from here on out. Um, and then, you know, and then we got Neymar, and, and you know, he was just another just incredibly amazing player to watch, and I, I was just, I've been hooked ever since. So that's how I, that's how I became a PSG fan, and I've been um, an obsessive about about the club ever since.
0: Uh, You mentioned Neymar. We also have to talk about Kylian Mbappe, and I want to start there because big, big news coming out today. So with uh, Kylian Mbappe at the time of this recording, Mbappe has been reinstated into the team following, quote, very constructive and positive, end quote, discussions. Uh, He'll be available for PSG's next match against Tulu on August 19th. What do you make of these developments?
1: I'm sad. I'm really, really sad. This might be the saddest day I have ever had um, as a sports fan. And I'm not necessarily sad for PSG because I know that we will, um, I know that that we'll find an adequate replacement. I know that we'll continue. I know that in some respects, it's probably overall a better thing for us um, financially from um, from on the pitch perspective. But I'm just incredibly, incredibly sad for Neymar. I, one of the reasons I love this club is because of him. Um, I love watching him. He's one of the most talented people I've ever seen in anything. You know, um, he's just a master of his craft and just so incredibly talented. And the thing that really makes me sad is because I felt like he didn't necessarily, or a large part of the fan base didn't, didn't really connect with him. For for whatever, for whatever the reason is, maybe his style of play, we didn't win the UCL, they expect more, I don't know, all the injuries, I don't know. And I think that some of his lashing out or kind of lashing back at the fans has to do with who he is as a person. And I feel like, and this is my 2,000 foot view, that he he just wants to be liked. He wants everybody to like him. He's always smiling and joy and dancing and he wants you to love him. And I feel like he didn't always get that love from the PSG fans. And I feel like it really, I feel like it really bothered him and kind of soured him. Um, But I always felt like he he gave it everything that he had. I mean, that run that we had in in, in 2020 in the UCL, I felt like he would have died on that pitch for us. Um, just so many just incredible memories for him, um, you know, with PSG. And then coming to the realization that he's basically retiring and going to Saudi Arabia. It's just a whole it's just a whole nother aspect of this that that makes it even harder because it's like, like, dude, this is still one of the best players in the world. Why is he going to why is he playing in Saudi Arabia? Why is he retiring? Like, a, a, there's got to be somebody who 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 would take him. Um, but um, you know that's just really hard to reconcile, and, and and those are my thoughts. It's just it's just a really it's a really sad story to an incredible, and I just can't believe he's going out this way. If in fact it, it ends up coming out that way, it's just incredibly sad.
0: Yeah, and so uh, Neymar will be. It seems like everything that we're hearing is uh, al is is where he's going to go. PSG expected to receive. A transfer fee of around 90 million euro for him, so much less than the 222 million euro that PSG uh, mm-hmm. spent for his buyout. Um, but yeah, it seems like Neymar has kicked his last ball uh, as a member of PSG. He'll be moving on um, with killing Mbappe. So you see him, you know, having these positive discussions. You see Mbappe playing a major role in getting Neymar out. We sort of alluded to it in our Twitter chats, but do you want to just go in and? what you think might be be happening behind the scenes with Mbappe. There was another report that I saw that Mbappe since last year has been trying to push Neymar and Marco Verratti out of the club, and he's finally getting his wish. So just kind of talk about what you think is going on behind the scenes, why Mbappe might be doing this.
1: Absolutely. I mean, first off, I don't think there's any question that Mbappe wanted Neymar out of the club I think from their relationship started out really rocky in the beginning um and then I think that it progressed and it got a little bit better and then it was just like kind of this on again off again relationship between the two of them and you could really tell even at some points last year that like Mbappe was kind of done with him you could just see it in his face like some of the things that he would do and you could just see like Mbappe like like this guy like like man I I'm so done with playing with this guy um so i definitely think that he had a large role in it um i would not be surprised if luis enrique played another a a massive role in this as well um when we take a step back and we look at um what's going on with neymar when it was first reported that he might leave it was almost like he had nowhere to go, and everybody wanted everybody wanted him to go back to Barcelona. It sounded like he wanted to go to Barcelona. And what was the first thing we all heard? Xavi doesn't want him, um, you know. And then when I take when I take a look at our team versus Laureate, Laureate and see the discipline in the positioning, the running, the closing down, is it really that hard to believe that Luis Enrique might not want this version of Neymar on his team? I personally don't don't think it is um i don't think it is that far stretched from reality um you know and then with him coming off the the ankle surgery you know how many games would he be able to, i mean the guy's never played more than 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 22 games in the league that's another thing that's probably going on through mbappe said like hey man i i can't even rely on this guy to be there when i need him you know um he's he's consistently hurt and then without him we just had no chance um you know versus bayern munich so um, It's a part of sports that I don't love, but it is not going to be the first time a superstar got his way. Any sport that you look at—basketball, you know, baseball, American football—if a superstar wants somebody gone, they're they're generally going to get their way. Um, And I wouldn't—I wouldn't say that Mbappe is without his reasons for wanting Neymar to go. It's just incredibly unfortunate that it didn't work out with the two of them because they're, they're two of the most Phenomenal talents in Europe.
0: Fantastic talents. And it, it certainly seems like Mbappe has been, we, we've all assumed that he wants to leave PSG and that he wants to go to Real Madrid and he's he's trying to get back at PSG in some way, but all along, it seems like he's just been wanting to mold the team into what he wants. We remember his, I want more responsibility um, speech uh, at the, uh, Football, French football awards. And so maybe he's taken that responsibility on and he's looked around and said, I can't win with these two. They're not reliable. You know, he made the comments about we need people to take care of their health. And then you have uh, Neymar going to McDonald's and we know Verratti likes to smoke. So it just seems like those three players didn't really match. And so Mbappe, you know, as the superstar, has right. been trying to force them out. And, and it, it, it seems he's very close to getting his way. Um, it's a good point that you make. It's something I didn't thought about. Luis Enrique, he knows all about Neymar and what he can bring. How much did he play a role in, in saying to Nasser, yeah, he he's not part of my plans, you know? Um, that's really interesting. Let me ask you about Neymar. Club legend for you? This is something that's been circulating on Twitter. Do you consider Neymar a PSG club legend? Oh,
1: without question. He's a club legend. There, There's no... There's no argument that he's not. Um, I, can't see, I can't see any in any way that he is not. He cemented himself in the history of this club. Um, number one, um, when we talk about legends, we talk about people who are going to be remembered and going to be remembered for specific things, specific uh, performances. Did they have an impact on the club? Um, Neymar had an impact on me. You know, maybe I'm not sitting here with you if it wasn't for Napar. Um, He is the largest transfer in the history of the sport. He's always going to be um, in, in the history from that standpoint. This club has been to exactly one UCL final. And he, quite frankly, put the team on his back. And I'll never forget him versus Atalanta. I believe he completed 15 dribbles. It was like a UCL. It was like ins- they couldn't do anything with him. And I remember, you know, they were pressing us and we were just having so much problems getting the ball to the pit. And he just grabbed it and took it upon himself and said, for 90 minutes, he was at their throats. Um, and he was just absolutely incredible. And he had that kind of hockey assist to Mbappe before he shot it over to, to Chupa Motang that action that, that, that ended up winning it. Um, it was absolutely incredible, and then I'll never, I'll never forget in the uh, in, in the UCL group stage we were facing elimination. I believe it was twenty twenty. We went up to Old Trafford, and then he just he scored like the first five minutes, and then he just he he, he dropped Harry Maguire twice in in one action for a second goal, um, and then afterwards he said, you know, I didn't come here to go to the Europa League. Like he just he just put he just put us on his back and I believe it was his first season or his second season. I'm drawing a blank, but it was, it was, I've seen some people say it's the best league gun player season they've ever seen just from, it was just a joke. Like he was, he was so incredibly, um, he was so incredibly dominant Um, and, and he just had just this grace and like, you know, like, I mean, he got a red card for doing the, uh, the, the, the Neymar flick, the rainbow flick and like, um, you know, uh, and he just brought, you know, a whole style and flair. So, and, and, and like I said, and that biggest thing is, is just, you know, he, and he's won, you know, he's won the league one several times. Um, you know, he's won several trophies here and he did get us to a, fi- a final, unfortunately we didn't win it, but just on that alone, you know, he should probably, he, he should be considered a legend. Um, but. But other but but I think that there's other merits that he belongs that that he should be thought of as a legend
0: yeah I, and some I think I responded as like I'm leaning towards yes he he is a legend I think that if there is an argument as to maybe why he wouldn't be legends are universally loved and when you look at what happened earlier this year with the uh, some of the ultras going to his house and telling him to get out, you know, how many, I don't think, you know, Spurs fans are going to Harry Kane's house at any point and telling them to get out of the club. So he is a polarizing figure, but I think time will, will treat him well. And I think the longer the distance gets between his time at PSG to wherever he moves on to next and how, however he finishes his career, I think we'll look back fondly upon um, his goal celebrations, his assists, everything that he was able to contribute to the club. I think we will eventually see Neymar as a club legend, but right now it is some people just kind of go back and forth. him. he's a little, he is a polarizing player, even in the media, you know, they, they talk about all the flopping and the rolling and the antics. So he, everyone has an opinion about Neymar, but there's no question about his ability. I wish he wasn't going to the Saudi league, but they are likely the ones who can pay in the money he wants and give us a large transfer fee. There's just no one else in Europe at this point in the transfer window that's going to be able to do that. Um, Ten, let me ask you next. 90 million coming in um, from Neymar. Maybe 50, 60, hopefully a little bit more for for Verratti. Kolamwani is a player that seems like is close to coming in. Would you want PSG to invest in any other positions? Um, Any other players that you have your eye on? Uh, I know we're only one game in, but... Where, where do you see the holes in the squad that need to be fixed?
1: Well, I, it, it's like you said, first and foremost, we have to get Kola um in here. Um, I was actually watching him a little bit uh, earlier this morning. He's he he's a perfect player for us. He does a lot of the things that I feel like we need, and he, he uh, closes down the ball really well. He's a great presser. He's great at holding up the ball, so he'll help us a lot in possession, particularly against pressing teams. Um, you know, that we have to play in the UCL. So I think that's a very, very crucial pickup for us that we have to close. I think some of the other positions that we have to look at is we have to get more more wingers in here, um, at least one, maybe two, because I guess if you if you do get Mwani in, you can play him as a striker or a winger, um, and you can kind of have him like kind of flip and be fluid with Mbappe. So you can kind of count him as a winger, and you could also play him as like a second striker off of uh, off of ramos so i would say that would be one if we can get uh, a, a bradley barcola in here or an, or an Ernest llama i know we're looking at uh johan bakioko if we can get another winger in here that is going to be really important because when we're talking about reliability when we're talking about dependability that just hasn't been something that that you would attribute to to, uh, to Dembele's game Um, And as we saw in that first matchup against Lorient, if you do not have wingers who can beat their fullbacks, who can put pressure on a defense, teams will just pack it in on us, you know, and we're just getting these half chances at goal. We're not really threatening the score. So I think adding another winger is going to be really crucial. I think what's going to be also incredibly important is I believe we need at least two midfielders. Um, I think that, We need somebody to replace the technical ability um, of Berati. Um, So whether it's the uh, the Croatian the Croatian guy over at uh, at N, I know I saw that we were linked to him. We've been linked to Mateus Nunes, who's over at Wolverhampton, and they're in financial fair play hell. So they're looking to sell. He's a really really gifted technical player. Um, So something like that. And then I believe that we need um, I believe we need a creative. Box to box midfielder, kind of on that left side. So, I my dream would be Bernardo Silva. I know that's a bit of a pipe dream, but he has not signed his extension yet. And they did they they did say that they were going to. I, I did see that they had a bid in about 110 uh, million million pounds or 100 million pounds for Lucas Paqueta who's over at uh, West Ham, and he's another midfielder. So they might they might be more willing to let go of Bernardo Silva if they do get in like Adaku and then Pakita as well, um, and they have some replacements. But Bernardo Silva would be my – that would just be – it would completely change this team. So I, so those because, would be the areas that I would
0: look at. Well, you're in luck because I just saw a report um, – about four hours ago in the Manchester Evening News, uh, Kylian Mbappe pushing PSG to sign Bernardo Silva. Um, so they played together at Monaco, and I think he is absolutely the player. After Moane comes in, I think you go in, you go all in on Bernardo Silva, and you figure out what needs to happen to get a deal done. I completely agree with you. We're going to need someone. I know we talked about Kang and Lee maybe coming in and playing in that Neymar 10 role potentially as being a creator, but I just don't know if he's done it. At this level, on the biggest stage in the Champions League, I would much rather have Bernardo Silva come in and take over that role. So, I completely agree with everything you, you said there, as, as far as players coming in. Um, well, fantastic. Well, Ten, we can let you go, but I just want to give you one more chance to uh, just any other final thoughts and looking ahead to the week. Um, hopefully, some of these deals get done. But any final thoughts you want to share with us?
1: Yeah, I'm just I'm just really excited that that Mbappe came back you know no matter what you think about the way he's handling his business and and all this stuff um you know what he's the captain of france he's a he's a parisian born kid Um, i'm happy that he finally came to his senses and understood that he can't leave the club for free um you know we all understand what the what what the sport is about you know sometimes guys want different experiences um, and that's okay but you got to do it you know the right way especially in a sport of football where players have you know basically an automatic no trade clause and they basically decide wherever they want to go um I'm in much of agreement with a lot of the changes that he wanted to see um so um you know I'm very happy that a lot of them um are taking shape and I am I am so excited and I put this on my Twitter I'm so excited to see him with Enrique because I don't feel like we have seen Mbappe yet with an elite tactical attacking manager like uh, like Luis Enrique, who's renowned for his ta- tactics and his attacking ability, so I think that he's going to be absolutely unstoppable. Um, and just seeing him playing off Ramos, I, could, I I feel bad for Toulouse to be honest with you because they're going to get to see them ballet and Mbappe in a bad mood after having not played in a month. Um, it-, it could be it could get ugly for them, but um, but I'm excited for it and, I- and I'm thankful that he's back and we get to see him. You know, for for at least one year, hopefully longer, because I don't believe it was announced. Um, how long that he's signing for, but he did pretty much indicate that he's not leaving for free.
0: Yeah. And that's the whole thing. I, that'll be the next step is, you know, how many years is Mbappe going to sign up for? Is he going to, we're going to have to do this all over again, but for now, I guess we'll just kick that can down the road. We're happy to have him. We're looking at it a front three of Mbappe, Ramos, and Dembele is going to be fantastic and be able to have a player like Colin Moani to bring off the bench and hanging lead is going to be there. So, The depth is looking really good. The starters are looking really good. I love this new era of PSG. Very, very excited. So we'll have to look forward to next weekend when we get to see them all out on the pitch. But uh, for now, we're just going to talk about all the speculation and and rumors and players moving here and there and everywhere. And As always, PSG dominating the summer headlines. So anyway, 10, thank you so much for joining. We'll have you on soon, and we'll get more of your thoughts on PSG. Take care. We'll talk again soon. Alright, welcome in, Lee Davey of TalkSport and Leagueon.com. It's been a while since we've had a chat about PSG. I'm so pleased to have you on. How have you been?
2: Really well, thanks, uh, Ed. Good to be here. Nice to speak to you again. Boy, have we got a lot to talk about.
0: <laughs> I know. Yeah, there's so much going on at PSG where we are joking before that, like, hopefully no breaking news happens as we're recording this, so we'll try to get through as much of the news that we already know as we can. Uh, Let's start with Kylian Mbappe, because out of nowhere on Sunday, he was reinstated into the squad after being left out against uh, Lorient over the weekend. So reports are that conversations are going well between him and the club and that a new contract potentially could be in the works. So what do you make of those developments with Mbappe? Because it's certainly not where many fans thought we were going to be at this point.
2: Yeah, I'd probably put myself in the bracket of fans that thought he would probably leave the summer. And eventually I thought Real Madrid would probably stump up the money um, towards the end of the transfer window. That doesn't appear to be happening. It seems like there's a this big, huge U-turn that's, that's happened. And um, obviously that's coincided with uh, the potential outgoings of one or two, which I'm sure we will touch on a little bit later on. Um, but yeah, it's it's something that really kind of appeared, certainly to us, to change overnight, didn't it? Around the time of the the Lorient game at the weekend. And um, yeah, it looks like he's going to be, well, he has already been integrated back into the team. Um, I'm sure he'll be ready to go for, for Saturday's trip to Toulouse. And all of a sudden, uh, a whole summer of conflict, a whole summer of difficulties, of headlines that you really don't want around the club and all of a sudden it's kind of swept away in, in hours it's, and, it, and, it, and it, it's all changed and turned on its head. Welcome to Paris Saint-Germain, everybody.
0: Hollywood FC, right? Isn't that what they call us? Um, <laughs> what's interesting about the Mbappe story is that when it was announced he's coming back into the team and everything seems to be okay, that's when the Neymar rumors to the Saudi Pro League started to ramp up. So I want to get your thoughts on that because as we're seeing today, uh, Fabrizio has said, here we go. It's pretty much a done deal. PSG are going to get probably just a little shy of €100 million Euro for the transfer fee. Neymar's going to make astronomical money over there. What do you make of that relationship between Mbappe and Neymar? Do you think Mbappe pushed him out? What's going on there?
2: Um, look, I'm not kind of privy to the information. I can only assume or guess or kind of, you know, read between the lines is is, is like you, as most PSG fans do. Um, But I think it's been clear to see that their relationship has definitely soured in the last one or two years. Um, It wasn't that bromance from 2017, 2018. And these guys were dancing in goal celebrations and almost at times playing as, as a twosome, weren't they? There was times where they would just literally play between the two of them Collectable from Verratti, and it was just the two of them. And they were literally, you know, just, just responsible for all PSG's goals for, for such a long period of time. Um, And it appeared at some point as though, you know, that that was broken with with the incoming of, obviously, Lionel Messi. And, you know, we, we started to find that there was different cliques that were starting to happen within the squad. We had Mbappe, who would gear off with, with um, Hakimi. And then you had... Um, Neymar and, and Messi and Verratti was got close to those three, and all of a sudden you could see this real kind of um the, 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 this broken relationship between the pair. And at times recently there've been, you know, signs that there were a few high fives, a few comments, you know, happy birthdays, etc. on on social media. And there was times where you could see on the pitch that they would connect again, but it was always when Messi wasn't there, you could see that there was still. Something there of an understanding on the pitch, but clearly there's been something else going on behind the scenes, um, something peculiar. I I don't know and I don't want to speculate too much about Mbappe's role in in the exit, in the impending exit of of Neymar, but um, I wouldn't certainly rule it out at this stage due to Mbappe's incredible power that he has within the football club and influence within the football club. But and, uh, and I've just recently seen, just before I've come on here, that Neymar is uh, like to post, um, kind of outlining some of that information and that theory. So um, that's certainly his thinking. So uh, I'm sure it'll all come out. I'm sure it'll all be laid bare very, very soon.
0: Yeah, just to kind of bring people up to speed, the, I saw the post, uh, Zach Lowy, uh posted that um, Neymar likes an Instagram post stating, quote, last summer, Kylian Mbappe made it clear to PSG that there was no more room for him and Neymar in the same team. Coincidentally, on the day Neymar was practically announced at al Mbappe returned to training super happy. You know, we saw him celebrating with his teammates. So yeah, you hate to speculate, but it is awfully coincidental. Um, you see Mbappe grinning ear to ear as uh, Neymar is packing his bag. So make of that uh, as you will. Um, and we kind of joked that earlier I said hopefully no breaking news happens. And uh, this one comes from Fabrice Hawkins, just if you could respond, Lee. Um, the report says Marco Verratti has an agreement in principle with al Hilal, but he has yet to give his final agreement. He's still wondering about whether to leave uh, to Europe or join a Saudi Arabian team. Neymar is pushing, obviously, for him to go to the Saudi pro league. Is it... From what we saw against Lorient, is that a big uh absence if if Verratti leaves does that leave a big hole on the team or do you do you like ugarte in in the midfield
2: signings that we've made so far i think for me i think that out of the two the two potential departures i think the bigger losses name are for me than Verratti, just purely because Verratti has, for me it's had his best years at p s g and i think it'd be more of a nostalgia i would not say nostalgia but i think it was more it's more of a sentimental uh, exit, whereas, you know, he's been here since the start, pretty much the start of the of the project. You know, so many appearances for the club, biggest appearance maker for the club. And it's just sad to see him kind of bow out this way. He's not going to get his farewell game. I think that's quite clear. Um, But it's just kind of how it's just all quickly happened. You go back 12 months and you would have never thought this would be the case. I mean, the guy's had about 15... um contract extensions you know he's all he, he was only pretty much a year 18 months ago where he was declaring that it's would finish his career in Paris and, and I don't think anybody expected this so everything is kind of turned just just turned around so so quickly and it's quite a lot for us all to get our head around but however with a clear head I think now is probably the right time for him to go um if you if the club can get substantial funds for him um for a guy who's 30 i, I I want to try and steer away from saying his past is best. Maybe he just needs rejuvenating somewhere else. Maybe he just needs to reignite his career under a different manager in different surroundings at a different club. Um, but it is, it is a shame because I would have loved Marco to have seen his career out. But I I, I can't say that from a footballing perspective that it's the wrong decision for him to leave. I, I do think the time has come for some place to be moved on. And I believe that now's the time for him to go. It's just a shame the circumstances that he's leaving, in my opinion. It would have been lovely to have had his big send-off in front of the park, and huge applause. But it's not going to happen, as it doesn't with a lot of our legends, unfortunately.
0: I always, with Verratti, I always said, you know, for the right transfer fee, and we should also say that the the Saudi league has not come in with a what I think is a reasonable bid for a player of Marco Verratti's quality. Uh, but with player sales, I always think that it should hurt a little bit when a player leaves. That's how you know you're you're sending them on at the right time. If you're happy to see them leave, it's probably because they've already stayed too long. So there's a lot of people. It sounds like you and other people, uh, PSG fans, on social media are really sad that he's going. So for me, that kind of means that maybe maybe this is the right time because we do have really good midfielders coming in, and it just hasn't worked on the pitch with uh, Verratti as the team accomplishing its goals. He's a fantastic player. If we could get, I'm thinking anything north of $60 million would be pretty good. I'd like to see more closer to 80, but it seems like uh, Al-Hala is a little bit far away from that figure. So we'll have to see how that one plays out if he does decide to go there and not enjoy Neymar. What a team that'll be. Um, I want to circle back to Kylian Mbappe because if he does sign a new contract, how can PSG get some leverage back? What is a deal that you would want to see the club do with Mbappe if he is willing to stay? Because right now, Mbappe does have all that leverage. He could kind of do whatever he wants, he could leave one free. You know, how can the club protect itself in ongoing negotiations with Mbappe? <laughs>
2: Well, this is the difficulty, isn't it? Because, as we know, with with clauses um, in, in in France, they you know those those you know it's not the same as it is in in, in Spain, for example. So, you know, clause certain clauses are forbidden. So PSG, it, it's a really difficult position to find themselves in. Ideally, they want a substantial tra- transfer fee for him, and by doing that, by extending him to twenty twenty five, that gives Real Madrid. Um, and we will say Real Madrid because they are the leading contenders. That's a club that if he's going to leave PSG that he really wants to go to, he's got his heart set on them. So they're going to have a window next summer in which to purchase him for a specific amount of money. Um, I don't. I, I, I think it's going to be more of the same, Ed, to be honest with you. I think it'll be a repeat this, this summer. Of what, next summer will be a repeat of what we've seen this summer. It will be Real Madrid in a position where they'll be mulling over what do we pay? Do we pay now or do we leave it another year? If we leave it another year, we're back in the same position again. Get him on the free. Now, that's dependent, obviously, on whether and Mbappe is looking to extend anything past 2025. Otherwise, it's just going to be a repeat process. However, a lot will, I mean, judging by the, the Spanish press this morning, a lot will depend on how Real Madrid feel about him extending his contract, even for an extra couple of years, because, you know... PSG were kidding, they were, they were adamant that he'd, he'd agree a deal where he'd get a huge signing off fee for next summer. Um, whether that was the case or not, we still don't know. I mean, there's one thing about Kylian Mbappe is that he doesn't really say a lot. He doesn't give a lot away. He'll have a few cryptic messages on social media, but he's really not a guy for words, especially in, when it pertains to his contract. So it's an interesting one. And it wouldn't... You know, anything can happen with this. It wouldn't also surprise me if Real Madrid next summer decided to walk away from the Mbappe transfer. That would not surprise me in the slightest. Um, I And for what it's worth, and I'm going to try not to digress, I don't even think Mbappe is the actual profile of a player that they, they really need to go for, because they've got that in Vinicius Junior, where it's more earning Haaland is the type of the type of profile would strike our number nine box striker that they're looking for really. And ideally because so we'll see what happens with that. And, um, you know, with a uh, Harland already have, uh, won everything at Manchester city, I think there's a chance that Pep might call it a day there at the end of, uh, at the end of the season anyway. Um, so for me, it'll be interesting next summer. It might not be as clear cut as we think. And, how long he signs this extension for if he does, will be quite telling as to what happens next season.
0: Yeah. You do have to wonder with Real Madrid, you know, the image rights is always something with Mbappe that's, I don't know if they're willing to give him as much of a percentage as PSG have given him. And then, as you said, with the contract, if he's only going to sign at the most two year deals, is that something Real Madrid, do they want this headache? in addition to they don't really, really need him. They need a, a pure striker. So it'll be interesting whether um, if the conversations are being had and Mbappe's like, you know what, this is my hometown club. Let me just stay here and, and win the Champions League where it would be more meaningful instead of moving on. And uh, if, you can so. hear in the back, if you can hear in the background, I think my neighbor is like sawing something in half. So I apologize if you can hear that in the background. <laughs> uh, we got a couple more for you, Lee. Um, you know, the scoreless draw against Lorient uh, on Saturday was disappointing. Um, but – You've got uh, Mbappe coming into the team, as we've discussed. Give me some predictions uh, for the season. How good can this team be with Mbappe coming in under Luis Enrique? What are you expecting for the season?
2: Well, I mean, from from I think at the start of the season um, and before we kicked off on Saturday, I, I didn't really have any expectations. I remember speaking to one of my friends who uh, who's a PSG fan based in Paris, and I said to him, "I just want to win. I just want to win league one." To be honest, this season I know that sounds crazy, but even if we did win Ligue 1, and let's say we, we won the, the the Coupe de France, that's progress on that season. And you know, for me, even if we just win league 1, but we develop a style of football, and I think we can see that that's happening already, we develop an identity on the pitch. Um, we've you know, that for me would be a positive season. I'm not expecting a lot in the Champions League, um yeah I suppose that's the case most seasons for me now anyway, but I'm not expecting much in the Champions League, but I do want this team to re- kind of be re-energized, reignited and to develop some of its personality back because the last specifically last season the last couple of years have been really difficult to watch so league and title most definitely and uh, and hopefully a few less headlines. So this team can just go out on the pitch and do what they do best, play football and um and, and slowly start to grow in a team which is a lot less bling bling, as NASA puts it, and we can, you know, be a, have a team that we're really proud of because as I said, it's been a difficult watch the last couple of years, especially with so much talent. We're gonna not have so much um stranglehold over us in regards to financial fair play. So hopefully going forwards, you know, we've got a little bit more leverage to 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 buy the types of plays that we need in the in the transfer windows, but also we've got some balance in that team now. We've lacked that hugely for the last few years, so I'm really pleased with what what business has been done so far. I'm really pleased with what I've seen at the weekend. With the exception of not being able to make too many clear cut chances, I think we made. I think we had four shots on target. And, you know, for me, it didn't ever look like PSG were going to score it at the weekend. Even from the first 10 minutes, I looked at the screen. I thought, this has got 0-0 written all over it. And, you know, Mbappe coming in, Dembele coming in. There's still, what, two and a half weeks left of the the transfer window left. So we've still plenty can be done. We know that so much can happen in such a short period of time at this football club. And um, hopefully a bit more business in. And this team can get back to winning ways this weekend. But a league and title, as I said, is what is what is is first and foremost what I want from this club this season. And Anything else will come as a bonus.
0: Yeah, it'd be nice if we could win league on by more than one point. Uh, Marseille yeah. certainly have strength in this season. I think they're going to be our biggest yep. competitor in in the league this season. Um, so yeah, I, I agree with you. It would be nice to get out of the round of sixteen of the Champions League, but that's sort of like icing on top of the cake. You know, if we could just take care of things domestically, we'll see how things pan out in the Champions League. There's a lot of luck involved. It all comes down to who you draw. So, and who's healthy at that time. So, we'll, we'll I'll see tell you what, what happens. will what
2: be nice. Yeah, what, I'll tell you what will be nice. We'll be going into a Champions League season with no expectations of winning it. Yes. Um, and that will hopefully just calm the players down a little bit. You know, that pressure that's been there to, to win this Champions League. Now we've got a team which was less, a little less star-studded. Hopefully now, we can just relax. You might see, uh, you know, a, a decent performance, or you might see a team that might actually go and do something in the it, Chelsea. It's not. League it's not
0: unlike. Yeah, it's not unlike Chelsea, right? I think the last time they won under two, I mean, no one expected them to do anything. Sometimes having that pressure off of you makes a world of difference. Yeah. Um, Lee, I got one more question for you. You've kind of alluded to it in transfers. I want you to uh, address something. I just got a tweet. I don't know, maybe a Neymar fan, but it, it kind of brings up a, a good point. Because I had tweeted out maybe bringing in a Bernardo Silva, maybe a, a more high-profile player in the transfer window, and they said, no one is coming to PSG after what happened to Neymar. Can you maybe address that? Is that a, an issue you think PSG is going to have moving forward? And then after that, what signings would you like to see PSG make before the close of the transfer window?
2: Mm, I don't think so. I don't think I don't think PSG will naturally be some players' first choice, um, but they certainly won't struggling attracting players it's a very attractive football club now um more than it's ever been and i thank people like Lionel Messi i thank Neymar you know for making this club far more attractive for players to want to come and play their football um the one if for me i feel that you know Bernardo Silva in terms of transfers would be the one that i would love to get in because we're losing an absolute creative genius in in Neymar. Yes, he didn't play a lot of football, but we're losing so much creativity with him, assists, just that ability to get you up off your seat. And it's such a shame that injuries have really hampered his time at Paris, but we need somebody who can, maybe not to the same level, but somebody who can, again, just unlock defences, create something out of nothing. Um, And that's what we really lacked on Saturday. You know, I think we could all see that we lack somebody that could just, you know, just, just, just open a defense out of nothing and, and just that one piece of magic in the 90th minute. We've lost that. We've lost that in Messi. We've lost that in Neymar. We need somebody who can, who can bring that in. Bernardo Silva with, for me would be, would be the one. Um, I think it'd be difficult. I think it'd be difficult. I've never been completely convinced that, uh, that Abu Dhabi would want to sell one of their assets to, to Qatar. And, um, we will see. We will see. I, I, look, everybody's got his price, and we we know that Ronaldo Silva doesn't. You know, he's, he's looking to get away from Manchester City. We know that his his ideal place is Barcelona, but they, you know, they've got their money. They, you know, they're going to have to offload a lot of plays to be able to get him. So we'll see. I wouldn't rule it out completely, but we'll see what happens towards the end of the window, especially with these funds that are likely to come in from Neymar, from varatti and the need for a real kind of, um, a creative genius in that team. So I would like to see that, that, that happen.
0: Yeah. I mean, you look at the transfers, what PSG had to spend, I think Ugarte was their, their biggest signing at 60 million Euro. I mean, after everything, Verratti, Neymar, everything balances out. I mean, PSG, their net spend, isn't going to be too high. So you would think that they could go and get a high profile player like Bernardo Silva. The question is, is, is Manchester city going to sell? Love to have Kevin De Bruyne. If we could just clone him and uh, sign it, that is the exact type of player that PSG needs Absolutely. right now, and then you could win the Champions League, I think. So um, we'll have to see how this all plays out. You know, uh, Kola Mwani is rumored. Barcola at Leon is potential. I love Taram at uh, Nice. He's potentially a player you can bring into yeah. the midfield. They're seeing Chiesa, uh, Juventus is, is a possibility, and Ibrahim Singare. So those are the players that are kind of being rumored right now as potential transfer targets. So Um, Lee thank you so much Um, before we let you go any final comments uh, put a bow on the uh, Mbappe Neymar variety transfer saga anything you want to say
2: yeah just uh, I think for me just really sad to see Neymar um, leaving this way just I remember in 2017 when he saw the the excitement of all PSG fans that we was getting one of the truest most incredible talents in world football and for me he is still out there as Probably the most silkiest, skillfulest players on the planet. We sadly we don't we don't have too many of these of these artists left in the game. And I will say that you know six years it hasn't gone to plan at times, but he's left us with some incredible memories. He really, really has, and I wish him all the best. I mean, it's just a shame the way it's ended, but it's a situation that needs to probably end now. And he can go on and, you know, do what he wants to do and, you know, and, and, and begin his career elsewhere. And PSG is quite clear going in a completely different direction, mm-hmm. but absolute pleasure to watch him play um, on TV in the flesh and uh, absolutely wish him all the best.
0: Club legend for you?
2: Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of people debating that on Twitter. Um, I think I'm with you. Club legend. Yeah. So it's going to be sad to see Neymar go. It's not official yet. We haven't had an announcement from the club, but we all expect that this week will be the week that Neymar leaves PSG. Unfortunately, you're going to be leaving us now, uh, but we hope to have you on uh, throughout the season. So hope you, hopefully you can join us. So thank you so much for your time, and uh, we'll let you go. Appreciate it. Thanks, Lee. Thank you. Thank you.